no sound. Okay, I can now, yeah. Because I have a okay. bunch of gadgets ahead of me, and it's always like it sort of sh shape shifts. But anyway, Brother Neil Frazier back again. And I love the title. I had to shorten it just a little bit because the titles are always under 100 characters. So it was a, little, a bit mm, long. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, you get the gist of it. And yeah. you've been very okay. successful. The feedback that I get from these Monday evening shows, which is not the evening for you, it's, it's around 12 noon on the, on the West Coast. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Wherever truth rolls out, we vibe with it, no matter what the time. So, you know, as you can see, well, you can't see here. It's dark. It's black outside, right? And it's, um, okay. what time is it now? It's, um, this is covered up. It's 7.01. So it's 12.01 by you. So this is a global yeah. show from one side of the planet to the other, you know? Absolutely. And again, I'm just so happy to, to absorb the knowledge that you share. And I want to jump into it. And I set up another show for two hours from now. I hope it doesn't squeeze. I can always push it back. But just just flow. Okay. What you have. Okay. Let's just continue on like we always have. Welcome okay, on. great. Welcome. Thank you, Brother Lance. Always good to see you. And uh, look, look forward to Mondays. Always. I want to say hello to uh, everyone in the chat room. And uh, today today's uh, topic is very important. Uh, the video, well, I'll give you uh, the reason why I kind of honed in on this particular subject. You know, over the years, I, you know, I looked at a few things and observed a few of the behavior of uh, our Asian brothers and sisters. Um, but a friend of mine sent me a video about a couple of weeks ago. And you can tell by the way that I originally, the title I originally sent you, how it affected me emotionally at first. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and you know, you, we all go through this. I only go through this with people I really know. So, uh, you know, it, it's a process where, okay, this is the response that, every, that the people who structure these things want. And, you know, as a higher consciousness being, then I have to look at this from a 360 degree angle. But I was very angry because on that um, videotape, okay, they showed some black athletes that was playing basketball in China. And, you know, the Chinese kids, I don't know if they were kids or young adults or what they were, their backs were kind of turned but they were openly saying the N-word. I mean, just with such vitriol, visceral that uh, it kind of stuck me the wrong way. And I'm, I was thinking to myself, wow, are they really saying that? So I turned the, the video up mm -hmm, and you mm -hmm. could plainly hear them saying the N-word. And, and a couple of black guys, they looked kind of stunned at first. 
Now, I do realize this was in China, but it doesn't change the fact that the Chinese people, even though, or I should say the Asian people, even though they um, like to project this independent spirit, okay, have a lot uh, to thank black folks for. In fact, they should have a picture of uh, a statue of a black Sambo in every uh, Chinatown that they have everywhere. Okay, because with, without black people, and we're going to go over the history of this, uh, they would never have received the type of success, uh, generational wealth that they are able to pass down to their children. Um, in fact, I, I really doubt whether or not they would have survived economically here. Um, but as always, we're going to look at the hidden hand of the oppressor and how they were used in, in a uh, pawn game to uh, actually keep the black community in check at, you know, at our expense. Um, but just to uh, finish up with the, the video, you know, the way that they were saying it and the emotion with what they were saying it, the young black guy, you know, you could tell he was stunned. You know, he didn't expect to hear that. I'm, I'm sure they probably mentioned it to him. You know, this could possibly happen when you play here. But he he really looks stunned. And, uh, right. you know, I just thought to myself, now here's a young man trying to better himself in life, has a skill going to China. The NBA and basketball has become a global sport. It allowed uh, Chinese, it brought revenue in for, you know, the Chinese government and, and Chinese citizens. It also um, gave them a uh, opportunity for players like uh, Yao Ming, uh, Jeremy Lin, who played for the Knicks. Uh, well, of course, you know, my brother was assistant coach with the Knicks. So I, I always have an, an affinity with them. I keep up with a lot of the players with them. And uh, so he, when he was there, he relied heavily, okay, on the black players to school him on the culture of the NBA. And, and you know, I thought about how, where does this mindset towards black people who is the economic survival impetus for all people coming to this country, where does this mindset towards us originate? And so I thought about, uh, I thought about how, I looked back and I, I looked at how the government um, used two laws in particular to establish this economic oppression to continue, I should say, this economic oppression with the people that immigrated here from Asia. So that includes Koreans, Filipinos, uh, Chinese, you know, the whole spectrum. Um, but the, the one thing that you can be sure of 
Okay, so let's talk about these two laws that actually establish them in our communities. Um, and there was a Korean lady that uh, years ago admitted this on video that the only way that they could get funding for any type of business is if they agreed with the bank to establish that business in the black community. So we already know this, um, several people of Asian descent has verified this. So we know that this same game played by white supremacists this, uh, that are, you know, at the highest levels of not just our government, but our corporations, our banks, all of them, you know, they use the same playbook. So the, the first law was in 1964, the Civil Rights Act. And of, and of course, anytime black people get any move forward, just an inch, if you want to call that moving forward, um, then there is an attack, a direct attack to stop our progress, even though you have all the resources, you're still afraid of black people having any access to any type of capital that will help us move forward. The other, the other act that was very important and it came as a result of the Civil Rights Act. This is where uh, this hidden hand plot because we don't know exactly who the individuals are because they hide behind um, these wicked institutions. Um, so, but we know that through between 1965 and 1970, uh, Asian immigration quadrupled. Okay, um, and, and the reason for this, again, was, as I said before, was to stop any progress that the Civil Rights Act gave black people. So what happened? The, the name of the title is 60 years, I mean, Asians, Americans versus black Americans, 60 years of economic support, yet you have no love for our people. So let's look at the record. We know that the banks were the ones primarily this, the same playbook that the oppressor uses against our people, whether it be East Indians, Arabs, or in this case, Asian Americans. They give them the financing that they need to set up in our communities to drain all of the resources and finances from our communities and then to take the money back to their communities. So let's, let's look at the record. First of all, you would have never survived in America if it wasn't for black folks. And however, we are the only ones that don't use 
quid pro quo or something for something. We are the only culture that allows people to take billions of dollars from us, and yet they have no financial obligation to help the community. So let's, let's look at who they help or what they do. Um, it's been documented, okay, that they support financially white supremacist organizations. This is, this is documented. The other thing that they do is they don't support any black organizations, okay, that help to solve black economic or social issues. Okay. So so we know that they have this behavior towards us where they feel that they are entitled to take our money. But yet they can turn a deaf ear to any of the um, causes in which black people have fought, bled, and died for. And this, this is a, a direct slap in the face, okay, because black people continue to support their businesses. We know what they are, nail business, the hair business, the restaurant business, and also um, in the distribution business. And one of the things that they did, which is directly from the white supremacist playbook when it comes to economic oppression of our people, is they have four central distributions for these type of products in the United States. And three of them are owned by Asian manufacturers. The point is none of them are owned by black manufacturers because what they did was after getting decades of support from black people, then again, they use the same playbook by the oppressor where they blocked our people from having any access to direct distribution. Uh, we hear black uh, entrepreneurs or business owners that are in those industries that are on record saying that they are blocked from getting certain supplies that they have to go to them to get. And, and that they block, they block our women who are owners in those particular fields, particularly the beauty supply field, and that they deliberately block them rather than partnering with black owners, which is a small minority. Okay. They, and, and, and so let's look at the statistics out of the $1.8 trillion that black people spend almost a third of those dollars are, are go towards Asian owned businesses. Okay. This is a fact. So when you talk about the type of individuals, okay, it, it looks like, okay, that not looks, look like this has been the fact that you have been blood sucking 
from our communities, okay? And what blood such sucking means is that you are sucking the life out of something, okay, without putting anything back into it. Okay, uh, these are facts. We know by the record, okay, that you do not show any love towards the black community. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you have generational wealth that your people, your children, okay, directly benefit from, just like the children of the plantation owners who are benefiting from the blood, sweat, tears, pain, and death of our ancestors. So this is, this is a question that we must ask now. And, it, and I ask this question to black people first. Why is it that we continue to support and give our money to people who openly and unapologetically, okay, hate us. They, they show that they hate us. They show in their behavior that they don't have to do anything for the black community in order to get our dollars. Now, and, and so I sat back and I thought about this for a minute. And, you know, I, I, I had to admit something to myself that half of the issues uh, surrounding this particular subject has to do, again, with black folks. We can't run away from this obligation that, that we have to secure our own dollars, okay, to get something for something, and that we don't just blindly, like we do in politics, support people who show no absolute love to our community in any form, okay? But show the direct opposite. When you look at issues involving black people uh, in education where they were against affirmative action. Now, let's, let's deal with this issue about affirmative action. Why is affirmative action necessary? It's necessary because without it, the, the higher, the discrimination and higher education would have continued. Our people would have been blocked out of the mainstream, which the majority of us still are. But the, the cold facts are without affirmative action that black people would never have had access and their children to higher education. Now, you know this. And let's talk about intelligence, okay? First of all, we have this lie about uh, intelligence surrounding uh, your, the Asian community. Now, granted, they do have the ability, okay, to remember and regurgitate the standardized test items that come from the white culture. That is because they live in that culture, they identify from that culture, they benefit from that culture, 
And as long as they are anti-black, they will always benefit from that culture. But if I was to give you the black intelligence test for children, I guarantee you every last one of you would fail. So this is not about, you know, whether or not black people are smart enough to go to um, get accepted into white institutions. It's that uh, black people have a whole lot more to deal with than just remembering and regurgitating the information that they learned from the white culture. And I give you that, you do that extremely well. Our children have a whole lot more to be concerned with just basic survival day, day to day than to, to uh, take 10 to 12 hours a day or a week, I'm sorry, um, to study stuff. That is not real learning, by the way, okay? So let's put that to rest. Um, so let's let's go back into who you are, okay? How how you became who you are. So in the uh, Museum of Natural History, or the Smithsonian Museum, and there are six things that have to be in place in order for any type of evidence to be put in the Museum of Natural History and in the uh, Smithsonian Museum. You have to have archeological evidence. You have to have anthropological evidence. You have to have metallurgical evidence. You have to have botanical evidence. You have to have linguistic evidence, and you have to have archeological evidence. Within one of the major exhibits in the Museum of Natural History, okay, David Koch, uh, yes, one of the major Republican financers, sometimes we get tripped up with politics, but this is a person that has always spent money for, you know, information to come out to the public. PBS, okay, and Frontline and Nova. But he spent $15 million, okay, to bring out a, uh, a exhibit, okay, that is named the History of the origin of mankind. And, and these were the three points that were made or the three evidence, evidential knowledge that they have to prove this point. A hundred thousand years ago, the Africans from East Africa, mainly Kenya, Ethiopia, Uganda, and that area, a hundred thousand years ago, migrated, were the only black people on this planet. Okay. And those six areas that I named uh, is where the evidence of this exists. So you don't, you don't put something in the Smithsonian without having evidence in all six of these major areas. Okay. 60,000 years ago, these same black people left Africa 
and migrated and began the civilization in East India. I mean, I'm sorry, in uh, East Asia. Okay. As I said, they have this evidence in the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. So you can debate this all you want. So uh, this is where your origins are from. You came from black folks. When you look at the Medunetcher, much of ancient uh, Chinese language, okay, directly, directly reflects the concepts from the Medunetcher. This is a proven known fact. In fact, the word, I was surprised at how ignorant uh, the people in China is or are, okay? Because you don't know your own history about the Nagas and, and you're using a white supremacist word called uh, nigger when you have no con, that's the first thing is that you're ignorant. That's the first thing I saw. And then, 40,000 years ago, uh, our people left Africa and populated Western Asia, which is uh, incorrectly called Europe. Okay. So regardless to where you get this um, supremacist attitude from, okay, you're a Johnny come lately. Okay, all of your cultural, we know this from your cultural motifs, that it can be directly linked to ancient African comedic culture. Okay, these are facts that have already been established. So what makes you think that you can come and spit in the face of black people who you have raised generations of your people okay, off of the kindness and the support of the black community. And why is it? And, and so this is where I have a problem with Asian Americans in regards to what was said by these Chinese people uh, against African, I mean, uh, black players who were playing in China. Why is it that Asian Americans are not speaking out against this? Why, why is that? Because certainly, I'm sure that if you haven't seen a video like this, you know that this type of behavior exists. I've heard many of people talk about how black people are treated in China. Okay. What makes you think, you think because you have amassed uh, this generational wealth from black people, do you think that that gives you the right to now spit in our face because you think that you have some type of entitlement because white people gave you money from banks that refuse, okay, to finance any black, black businesses in their own communities. 
So if you are as intelligent as you think you are, then you would know that you, and, and this is the reason why I say that there has to be an element of godlessness. Because what, what do we call intelligent people? We call them, we, we call them the smartest people on the planet, supposedly. But to me, they're the dumbest because they operate off of artificial things. And then you are going, you are going against the creator's divine laws against other created beings because you are vibrating at a 90 degree angle with the people who have given you this evil advantage over black people. Thank but you, you think that this, you still hear that you, that, that this makes you better. You think that this makes you better. This does not make you better. In fact, you are uh, contributing, okay, directly to the oppression of the original people of the planet. Now, you also play this colorism game, all right, where you think because people use this playbook, it's just like when I see some of, some of these East Indian people, they're blacker than me. Well, what makes them think, the only thing that makes them think that they are better than black people is the economic advantage they gain, okay, from being coons to white supremacists. That, that's what it is in a nutshell, okay. So going back to Asian Americans, why, why are you, with all of the things, again, I, I repeat, that black people have done to help Asian Americans survive in America because they could not go to white communities and set up businesses for their particular culture, okay, to survive. We have 60 years of documented economic support from the black community to Korean, Filipinos, and Chinese people. Okay, so what in the hell makes you think that you can turn your back on black people? You, you don't support any of the things in our community. You know, you know the fight that we have against white supremacy in all areas of human activity. So there is a deliberate Okay, a deliberate choice to spit in the face faces of black people. This is a deliberate choice. We're not at and the other thing. While we're still on the record, you you don't socialize with black people. Okay, so your behavior speaks volumes. Not only do you not socialize with black people, you never spend any money with black businesses to help black businesses continue or thrive or continue to grow. So let's stop playing these, these games. Um, 
and let's take the gloves off because we're no longer going to allow people to treat us like shit. Now, this is 2023. If you can allow people from your culture to call black people niggers and you're comfortable with that, then something is wrong with you. And that's why I'm calling you out today because this is ridiculous. No, you're not going to be on video calling us niggers. We're not going to go for that. Because when you look at the historical significance of that word, and again, this shows the ignorance that exists in your culture. Because if you knew the history of the Naga and Naga land, you wouldn't, your kids wouldn't even be saying this. So you can walk around here because your skin is bleached and act as if you have a higher consciousness than us but you're living a lie. You're living a lie that the white supremacists have made you believe is true. So you can walk around here, okay? Don't support any of the black businesses in our, in our communities. You try to block uh, our sisters, okay, that are in the hair business, you block them from the nail business. We know this already. I've done the research on this. And then you turn around and smile in our faces, but behind closed doors, you working with these people, okay, to suppress our people economically, and we're not going for it anymore. And I say to black people, you have to stop this crap, okay? You have to stop this crap. You have to stop supporting people who openly hate you and spit in your face. Okay, there is no quid pro quo. We're the only ones that don't demand something from people who take everything out of our community and build their communities. And not only that, they don't even try to partner with you. But yet our, our kids now eat more Chinese food than anything else. Okay, and, and see, this is what justifies to these people that they can get away with this type of behavior to our, towards our people. But we say, no, this is the end of that. Okay. Every Asian American person should be clapping back at that video and these people calling our young brothers going over there to entertain them niggers in front of the world. And if you don't, then you are sending a message to us that you don't give a damn about us. And so that's fine. If you don't want to be our friends, take your little nail shops, take your hair products, take your beauty supply uh, stores, Okay, and hit the road, Jack, and take your restaurants and hit the road, Jack. Black people can will find a way if they have to set up barbecue pits. Okay, we've always survived, but now you have raped our communities, and you are showing to the world that you don't give a damn about us. That day is over with. That day is over with.
And if you can continue to teach your young people to disrespect our people, okay, then we no longer are going to support. We are going to pick it. Okay, if I have to do it my damn self, we are going to picket your businesses in our communities. There should be no less than 100 videos of Asian Americans condemning this action by these people towards our young brothers in China. Okay. And not only that, forget the video. Okay. If you're not going to partner and spend money in the black community, then we don't want you in our communities anymore. And I don't care who don't like it. That day is over with. Shitting over black people. No. You get this from the white supremacists. Okay. Who you, okay, behind closed doors are plotting Okay, against our people. We know this. So let's quit this bull crap where you're smiling in our face, okay, and you're taking all our money and running up out of our communities, okay, just like these oppressors have done, okay, for hundreds of years. No. No, we're, we're not. Okay. And this is not Lance Gerb saying it, so don't bombard his station with it. Okay, this is Neil Frazier saying it. If you want to contact me, that's fine. But you're not going to use, put this on Lance to try, to try to shut him down. I know how you think. Okay. I know that you use all of your white supremacist cards while you support their organizations to try to oppress our people. Okay, so if you don't, if you hate us, come out and say that. What does that say about you as a human being? I could not take somebody's money and hate them. And no matter what you see on television or any of the propaganda that you see, black folks do not do this to other people. They do it to each other. Okay, but they do not do this to other cultures. Okay, so moving forward, we have some demands, quid pro quo. We have some demands, okay, that you're, if you are a business, Asian business, Indian business, or East Indian business, or Arab business in our community, then you have to find two or three organizations that you are donating to that deal specifically with black. And we ain't talking about no politics. We ain't talking about giving no money to none of these politicians who don't do nothing for our communities. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about direct support to organizations, not churches, okay, because they are in the pocket of the white supremacists as well. No, we're not talking about giving tithes to churches. We're talking about you finding two to three black organizations that you are taking billions of dollars from our communities every year and donate to them. Okay, that's what we're saying. 
Now, I know that you are probably saying that this is just smoke. Trust and believe this is not smoke because we're not going to let up on this. We have had 60 years of this. Okay. I've done the research. I know how much money you've gotten from black folks. Okay. So you can keep identifying with white culture all you want, but you're not going to pimp our community anymore. Okay. You're not going to do this anymore. Now, I want to make I want to make this statement that just like any other culture, okay, I'm not going to paint a broad brush of all Asian people. But your behavior speaks volumes, okay, about the fact that you're not willing to stand up for black causes. I don't care. It's easy for you to get a placard and go out here when they put a neck on uh, uh, a knee on George Floyd's neck. Okay. When you got hundreds of thousands of people protesting. No. We're talking about just like you support white supremacist organizations, which we know that's documented. You need to come out and say that we are supporting black organizations, okay? And we don't need no rhetoric about Black Lives Matter. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? Because we know how that game is played. Just like with all of the civil rights organizations that really never belong to black folks. Okay, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about you making a commitment to black organizations in our communities that are directly impacting the black community. And if you're not willing to do that, then you need to go on record saying you're not willing to do that so our people won't be bamboozled anymore with you smiling in our faces <laughs> okay and taking all our damn money and then uh, and then allowing these ignorant people to call us niggas okay on global television no no now here's the other thing too okay we know as i said earlier that you are deliberately, okay, suppressing the distribution channels for black businesses in that industry. So if you're going to be against us, then come out and say it. Did you ever see, have you ever seen two boxers go in a ring and, and then pretend, well, yeah, we've seen that we're wrestling, but I'm talking about boxing, okay? They're trying to knock each other's heads off. They might hug after the fight. Okay. Well, you know that, brother. Lent. They might hug after the fight. And it's all peaches exactly. and cream. Okay. But here you are out front, gut punching, uppercutting us, punching us to the head, got us dizzy, 
then taking all our money and say, I told you, nigga. That's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, but no, we're not going for this anymore. And I'm saying to black folks, what is wrong with you? These people are openly, unapologetically saying that they do not side with black causes. And how are they saying it? Okay, because you think people have to, to okay, 70% of communication is nonverbal. So what make you think that because uh, in the English, the way that we are socialized, I can deceive you in a hundred different ways. I can make you think that I'm your friend when really I'm your enemy. That's the type of society we live in. And this is what you have done. You live among, well, you don't, well, now you do because you don't have a choice. Okay. Because now the very people that set you up to, to um, defraud the black community is now giving you your nigga card. That's why you're in, that's why I see in San Francisco these long lines at, at, at the fruit market uh, all the way around the corner. That's why. So, so, you know, now that the tables are turned, okay, now you see how we feel. Okay. So there's no, you know, I didn't come on here. I don't have no hate in my heart towards anybody. You have a right, a, a creator given right to do and provide for your family and your loved ones and those that look like you, even though black folks don't understand this, you have that right. But now you, you survive off of our community. You need to get that in your head. You survive all, like, like a blood sucking leech, but yet you show no love to our community at all. You show no love. So we're no longer going to be like some orphan child. And I don't know why black folks always act this way, that we have to uh, seek love from everybody who's kicking us in the teeth. Where does this come from? And why is it that we continue to give these people a pass when they, we know that they are openly working with white supremacists to continue to economically suppress our community. Why is that? I'm just as baffled as at this as anything else. Okay. But <clears throat> to, to um, go a little deeper with this, let me take my coat off, brother, because I'm getting ready to go in on this a little deeper because uh, people act like they don't want to deal with this stuff that Asian uh, Americans and Chinese people in particular have been skewing towards our people. We're still smiling in their face too. But I'm telling you today, I'm not smiling. Okay, I'm not smiling. As a black man, I'm not happy. Okay, I'm not happy at all. And none of our people should be happy. Okay, and 
what Asian American people need to do is they need to decide what their relationship is going to be towards the black community. Okay. Now, you don't spend any money in our communities. Again, I want to make this very clear. You partner with the people who have destroyed our community, who have taken all our resources. This is, and so you, you, you want to play this game like you're in the middle. No, you're not in the middle. That's not how America works. Okay. You're either on one side or the other. Okay. And, and so we know that we are at war with people which is baffling because everything they have, they got from us. They, whether they stole it or not. Uh, one of the, the things that the people that I wanted to highlight today was Dr. Claude Anderson. Okay. Um, back, back in the early 90s, Dr. Anderson told us that this was going to happen. He told us what the immigration uh, process was. We know that when people come to this country, the United States shows them these lies about black people. We know these, the videos, okay, that they show you and tell you all these lies about the black community, which is false, which is not true. You're talking about less than 10% of our people. Most black people are hardworking. Most of our kids want to do and be something. But because they put 10% because they put this 10% okay up before you, then you're gonna use this as an excuse. I thought I cut that off. Okay. <laughs> to do what you do. No, that's not the case. Okay. So, yeah. And so what Dr. Claude Anderson told us um, is definitely true. It's like a prophecy. It, it, well, it is a prophecy. Okay. Because this prophecy was not only told <clears throat> by Dr. Claude Anderson, it was also told by our musical prophets. This is why they had to cut this off. People like Marvin Gaye, people like uh, uh, Gil Scott Heron. The the uh, the uh, revolution will not be televised. I know what he means by that now. And decades ago, our, our lyrical geniuses warned us about this. Okay, so we know, and, and this is why. Okay, again, black folks have to take at least 50% of the responsibility for this because we have had ample warnings from all of our, you look at, uh, you look at Malcolm X, you look at the minister, you look at uh, Elijah Muhammad, you look at uh, Marcus Garvey, uh, you, you look at uh, Dr. Ben, uh, you look at... Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, what's his name? The economic, uh, one of our economic scholars who did the uh, work on uh, European world domination, Dr. Arthur Lewis. 
all of these people, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, there is no excuse for black people. We just won't listen. And so this is what allows these people, okay, to come in and have this attitude towards us. One of the things that Dr. Anderson taught us is that we're in a monopoly game, okay? Everybody else has eight to $10,000 and we have $500. And when you land on somebody else's property, if you can't pay for it, you go directly to jail. And this is, this is a great analogy of the situation that black people are in. Okay, so um, we know that the deck has always been stacked against us. They can use any kind of, they can say, oh, they're using the victim or the racist. Yeah, we're using it because it's true. That's why. And anybody that can see, can see this. A damn alien can come here and see this. Okay. So I wanted to go back to something I was mentioning earlier about this colorism game that uh, these immigrants play. Now, <laughs> even the ones that's blacker than me, I want to tell you something, okay? If you have melanin in your body, okay, then whether you know this or not, you can hide from the sun all you want, okay? You're going to find out Okay, we blacked out a little bit. Okay, we're that's back. okay. Uh, I got a couple couple people uh, calling. I'm I'm oh, using okay. my phone. No problem, brother. Thank yeah. You. So, uh, you know, I know I know you got another show, brother. I don't, I don't want to uh, take up too much time. I just really oh, wanted no, 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 to no. to we bring this well point. No, we have well over an hour. Okay. Okay. If we go over that time, we'll just by the click of a button push it back a little bit. It's no problem. You have free reign. If you want to go four hours, five hours, it's good. I, I, I arrange it that way. Oh, okay. You know, oh, okay, you okay. I'm not boxing you in. I would never know. You're the premier thing going on here on a Monday night. You know okay. what I mean? So take it. Uh, okay. Go. Okay. Go. Okay. So, yeah. Let me explain one more thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had um, Beatrice Noel scheduled right after you and then positively okay. Angela after her and she comes on at eight o'clock eastern standard time and okay uh, Beatrice was gonna come on at five o'clock eastern standard time but positively okay. Angela had to cancel for tonight so now we're not boxing oh. so if I, if I oh. have to push Beatrice back a little bit she doesn't she doesn't, she doesn't like to go right on that time she'll so we got more time Flow, okay. Hit clicking button, making adjustments, making announcements and stuff. So we do have the time. So it's not like you're boxed in. Okay. 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 Cool. That's good to know. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about in regards to this game um, that they play, this colorism game, that you know, a lot of a lot of people that come to America play, is that. You have to make a conscious effort. See, I mean, choice. See, this is the whole thing. And, and this is why they play this game, okay? And when I say they, I'm talking about Europeans in this country. Why they play this game is because they know 
that these people that come here don't know what we know. This is why you're preferred over us because they know that we know the history of lies, the history of broken treaties, the history of how our people have been treated and continue to be treated. So th this is why you're embraced, but you're only embraced, okay, on the scale of one to 10 based on your willingness, okay, to degrade the black community and to help with the economic oppression of the black community. Okay, so let's deal with this. Let's talk about what is it that gives people that come to this country the idea that they can come in our communities, okay, and set up shop, depend economically on their survival on black people, and then treat us the way. Where does this attitude comes from? It comes from the way that black people have always been projected in this society. Okay, this is where this attitude comes from. And so this is why it's incumbent upon black people, okay, to stand up and say that, okay, if you don't have any love for me, now, now where does this come from? Uh, let's examine this, this particular um, ide ideology right here. Where does this come from? And why are black people so readily uh, able and willing to accept this? It comes from the manipulation of the scriptures, just like everything else, and the total deception of our people. Turn the other cheek. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do you see other people doing that? I don't see no other culture turning the other cheek. One of the things that, that I saw that really kind of like was a gut punch to me is when that brother was killed by this female officer in Texas and his brother embraced her in court. Now, again, I'm not talking about hate. I'm talking about you not responding to unrighteousness perpetrated against our people. This is a divine law. Okay. Nowhere do you see anyone giving love, but yet our people can show love towards people who openly show hate towards us. This is some type of uh, mental illness. It has to be. Okay. But, but going, back to, going back to this ideology, okay, this, this ideology is fueled by the fact that they can get away with it. That we, we have no you give something for our dollar mentality or no quid pro quo mentality. We don't have that. Where you can't go to other people, get something from them, and they not expect something in return. Only black folks do this. So we have to examine what it is that makes us 
to continue to do this. What is it? And and it is the manipulation and deceptions of deception of what you call the scriptures that have us thinking this way. But the dangerous part of thinking this way, okay, is that you now continue to teach our children this. So not only are they passing down general uh, generational wealth to their children and teaching them that it's okay to have this attitude towards black people, okay, and still get their money or get their support. This is what your behavior, they may not be saying it out of their mouth, but this is what their behavior is saying to you. And this is what your behavior is saying to them to justify this behavior. So I call on today, I call on today if you're in a black community and you are a organizational leader in the black community and there is some type of Korean or Asian business in your community that you go to the owner of that community and explain to them that they have a direct responsibility okay to that community to provide some type of partnership or or economic support because again now the average uh uh, business, Asian business in our community is making six figures to seven figures out of our community every year. Okay, so there is no, there is no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There is no uh, reason, reason is a good word to use. There is no reason why you should still have this same attitude towards black people, except that you believe somehow that you can continue to get away with this. And this is why I'm speaking out against this today. Maybe we'll have create some kind of dialogue um, about this. And, and maybe you understand and comprehend, okay, that black folks are in a uh, economic war of survival, okay? So we can't have people in our community that's fighting against our community, that's in our community taking our money. We can no longer afford this, okay? Because black communities, the ones that are left or wherever they're are black people in neighborhoods where you have your business or your businesses can no longer afford to support you, okay, and then get this visceral treatment from you and not get any fun. So my point is, if you want to continue to show no love towards our people, okay, then we are demanding that you support the businesses or the organizations in the black community that directly affect the health and welfare of our people. That is what we're saying. 
because I don't see this same type of attitude towards other people. Okay, like I said earlier, we know that you support uh, other organizations from other cultures that are directly opposed to black people and that are oppressing black people economically and in every other way. We know this already from the statistics. So you the, the veil is off now, the cover is off. Okay, this this is no longer a, a disputable fact. Okay. So now that now that we know this, okay, we're not we're not looking for any sympathy from you. Because they always make it seem like when we demand our rights that we're looking for some type of sympathy or handout. No, that's not what we're looking for. Okay. We're we're looking for the same acknowledgement that you give to other people in terms of just human rights. Forget civil rights have never done anything for the black community. We're talking about human rights. So look at the activity against our brothers and sisters in the motherland. It's the same type of uh, oppressive colonization of our people, the same attitude. So you go to the motherland, you use these same communistic manifesto tactics against the people in the motherland, where now you're deceiving them, giving them crumbs, taking control of their resources, and now using the same white supremacist playbook of economic oppression. So, so, so this is a behavior that's consistent uh, with, with this particular culture directly against our people. So you can get upset with me all you want, okay? But this is, this is the truth about what is happening, okay? So again, we see this playbook being used in Africa, okay? And we need to stand up against you in Africa and say, you're not gonna do the same thing that you have done here, okay? And go and do that to our people there. Because as long as, as, long as this mentality exists, then the same things are gonna continue to happen. So why 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 is it that even let's look at the communist manifesto that's being used? You can say whatever you want. Okay, when you use that capitalistic lord uh, servant system that is used here in America, and you establish that, then we know that you are trying to tear down and depress, economically depress our community. We know this because this is how this system is designed. Okay, so if you look at the history of the plight of black people and what we have fought against, 
then you are making a direct choice to side with that system against our people. So uh, all we're saying is, okay, if you're making a choice to do that, then don't come in our community, our communities and pretend like, you know, you care about black people. All you care about is getting our money. Okay, and, and where's the love? Where's the love? Not only that, you benefit, let's, let's talk about the other areas you benefit from. You benefit from the entertainment industry of black people. You, you have taken our culture to your culture, okay? And you have benefited from this, okay? Not only that, your children benefit from, from the um, export, I mean import of, of our music and entertainment. You're eating off of this. So you have a lot. That's why I said there should be a black statue in every Chinatown, okay? Because you have built your wealth off of black people, whether it's in Africa or the United States. Yeah, this is a fact, okay? But you are cutting off distribution routes, okay? You are cutting off distribution routes for our people. You are doing these actions against our people, but yet you have the nerve to be set up in our communities when we know that you are openly showing hate towards our people whenever you get a chance on television, on TikTok, on wherever you go? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You can get mad at me all you want. No, no, no. This is not going to continue. We're going to start speaking out against this. So if you want to be a white supremacist, be a white supremacist. Set up in their neighborhoods and see if you get millions of, and billions of dollars from them like you have gotten for decades from the black community, 60 years, uh, um, matter of fact. See if you get that. Okay. So, so what we want you to do, and this is for these East Indian folks that's black as me or twice as black as me that got a stick stuck up their ass that think, I don't know why, what make them think that they're better than black folks. Okay. The same thing with these Arab people. Now, I will say the attitude of the Arab people is a little different in our communities. Okay. They, 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 they rock with the people. Okay. They live in the community. Okay. And so they, in some ways, uh, I see black people working in their stores or, or, uh, I, I saw a guy the other day, uh, bringing something in a truck. Uh, he may have been working for another corporation, but at least, uh, black people are able to contract with the Arab stores. I've personally seen this, not just in San Francisco, but in Oakland. Okay. But it, but it is the, it is the Asian and the East Indian uh, culture that for whatever reason think they're better than black folks, that you can come and spit in our face and, 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 and support 
these uh, white supremacists that have continuously destroyed our community economically and every other way. No, no, no. We're not, we're not going for this no more. So let's, let's look at how you are maneuvering in our communities. Because I've watched this for a long time. Okay, I've watched this for an extremely long time. In fact, I've talked to some people that have said to me that there are no black distributors connected to Asian businesses, zero, nada. Okay, so that that's gonna change. If you're not gonna do business with us, then you're not gonna take our dollars out of our communities. You can shut your business down, as far as I'm concerned. Because all you're doing is raping and pimping our people, just like the same people that you are aligned with. That's all you're doing, okay? You're not, matter of fact, you're doing more than that. As I said, you're doing much more than that. You're actively blocking black people from uh, being distributors in their own communities for our beauty supply. I had a sister that I talked to a couple of weeks ago. You know, she said, uh, you, you, I, I said, uh, is it true that your inventory that you can't get certain? She said, yeah, come inside and look. A lot of the inventory, a lot of the shelves are empty. So this is the game that they play. So let's take the gloves off. Let's step into the ring. Why are you, why are you throwing punches at black folks and then hiding? When we know that you are stopping our sisters who are your biggest supporters in that industry. We know that you are doing this. Okay. Why are you pretending, okay, that you like black folks? I like to get an answer for that. And, and, and I'm sure when this is shown that I'm gonna get some clap back and you can get angry all you want. But, but here's, here, here's the issue, okay? Black people are no longer gonna um, just idly stand by and let people do this to us anymore. That day is over with. And we don't need your friendship. That's why there are dogs running around. And like doc, Dr. John Henry Clark told us, we have no friends. We have no friends. And the sooner black folks get this in their thick skulls, okay, the better off we will be. Okay. Now, the other thing that you're doing okay, is that you are, um, not only are, are you stopping the distribution, but you also are trying to affect the manufacturing aspect of, of black folks uh, uh, getting contracts with manufacturers in that industry. We know this too. So why are you doing all this devilish behavior against black people? who have been your biggest supporters, again, I say for 60 years. Why are you doing this? Why are you playing the role of the devil against our people? 
when you should be on your knees, okay, in front of black people. Because you would not have survived in America without us. You never would have survived in America. I, I, I would like somebody of Asian descent, if they are in the chat room or wherever they are, to come on and answer this question face to face. Why are you deliberately fighting against our people like this system has done for all these centuries when black folks are your biggest supporters that have afforded you and your people and your culture and your children the lifestyle that you have today? See, this is the same thing, the same tactics that the oppressor has done uh, against us. This is the same tactic, the same rule book, playbook. So you, you need to explain to black people why you have this attitude. And if you can't, you need to get the hell up out of our communities. Okay. I remember when black people used to uh, put their own nails on. The women that we grew up with. Now they might have to buy the nails. But they wasn't sitting in your shop paying you $25 to do it or $50, whatever the cost. It wasn't, but they was wearing wigs that looked just as good as any of this fake hair that you sell them. And you put a monopoly on. But you work with everybody else. You even work with these East Indians, okay, who have shown their scumbag behavior towards black people. Yeah, I said it. Preach. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, brother. These people, you know, no, no, no. You're not going to do this any longer. You you know, you, you know how it is, how you used to cut on the light and the, all the roaches scatter? Uh-uh. <laughs> now we're going to keep the lights on, okay? You're going to keep the lights on. We're going we're gonna to kill the roaches. If we have to get a whole bunch of raid or whatever we need to get or put a bomb out or whatever, and I ain't talking about no bomb there, but I'm talking about the bombs they use, the smoke bombs, to kill insects and roaches primarily. We're going to use these, start using these tactics. Because our people are the ones that suffer directly from this. And you have the nerve to block our businesses from trying to do business from all that black folks have done for you for all these decades and you have the nerve to try to cut us off and act like you white people no 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 this is this is not happening anymore you're not gonna hide anymore okay and so all we're saying is just be a man about it or be a woman about it. It ain't going to be no love loss. But black folks can no longer have people up in our places smiling in our face, okay, pretending that you got love for us when we know by your actions that you don't have no love for us. We don't need your friendship like that. Black folks have survived in this country long before you got here and we'll survive long after you're gone, okay, out of our communities. 
And then we want to say to these evil bankers and these evil people who continue to destroy or try to destroy our community by putting these people in our communities that have no love for us. We're going to boycott you too. Okay. We don't, as a matter of fact, we don't want any more businesses set up in our community that's not ran by our people. If you don't want to give our people the financing that we need, okay, to set up our own businesses, then damn it, we'll find another way to do it. But we do not want these haters in our communities anymore taking billions of dollars out of our community and then calling black people's niggas uh, on global television. No. No, no, no. So if you can't put, uh, if you can't come out and directly speak towards this, then we're going to do it and we're going to continue to do it. Okay. Because now here's the other thing that's being planned. And we know this as well, that this fiat money is not going to have any value soon. Now, one thing that other cultures have done, and, and the Asian people in particular, that they have done, is they've gotten hard assets. Okay? They're going to be our new landlords. They're going to be the new, uh, well, not new, they are. Because contrary to what most black people don't know, is that they own a large percentage of the real estate in America. And that's simply because of the tremendous amount of bonds that our government is beholden to them for. And this is land that was stolen and taken from black folks. So you need to study your history. Okay, and, and, and so the point I was trying to make or the point I was getting to is is that the reason why black folks have to start using quid pro quo is because they are lining up with these people, okay, to when the shit hits the fan, they're going to take everything and run anyway, like they're doing now. A lot of them are leaving the country. A lot of them. I, I hear all the time that uh, a lot of white people are leaving the United States. A lot of them. Okay. So we know that since Asian Americans uh, are in partnership with this system against us, then we know that they are our open enemy. There's no other way to pay, put this or say this. And if you're not our open enemy, then show it, then prove it. Put some money into the black communities where you are taking all of these monies out of. We're no longer going to go by rhetoric, okay, or saying mama son, okay, and being happy to be friends, okay. That day is over with. 
our, the black community is going to be totally destroyed economically. And all the people that are a part of this assault and attack on our community must be called out, dealt with, and we need to know what your true intentions are. Because if your true intentions, like you have shown, is to continue to degradate black people before the world, okay, like your masters have taught you, and they continue to give you a bag to do that, then we're going to clap back against you. That's what's going to happen, like we're doing today. Okay? No. No, no one is uh, exempt from this. No one is immune to this. Okay? Because if you, if, if the plot and the plan that I've heard about and, and you're a part of this, then you don't need to be in the black community anyway. Okay? Because we know what you're trying to do. We know what the plan is. And this is why we're calling you out today. Tell black folks where you stand with them. Let's stop all the hypocritical bullshit. Okay? Tell the black community how you really feel so we can air this out. Okay? And then it's up to black you know, it's up to black folks. Are, are you going to continue if, when people come out and say, yeah, we hate you? Okay. And the reason why I use hate, I know hate is a strong word. I use that because that is exactly the energy that is being perpetrated towards our people. That is the exact energy that's being sent towards our people. So you can say dislike or whatever word you want to kind of put milk and cream and our coffee but i'm giving you the real black coffee and that is that your behavior and actions towards the people that have shown nothing but love and economic support to you is disgusting it's unacceptable it's inhumane and we're not going to tolerate it any longer and i hope when this get global that some people in china hear it Okay, because if you knew, and I'm sure you know the meaning of the word that you're using, if you know that, and you know what black people have been subject to in this country for all these centuries, then this is a direct gut punch and uppercut. So, so why should we stand here and let you knock us out like Mike Tyson? Why should we do that? Somebody tell me why we should continue to let people take all of this money out of our community and them not be uh, beholden to uh, the upward mobility of our community. See, this is the mistake that we continue to make. And we need to teach our children that uh, anytime you give your money anywhere, then you need to get some kind of return for it. If you go and buy Chinese rice, okay, okay, and you go and buy noodles or whatever the else you buy from them, then you have a right to ask them, hey, are you supporting the black community? 
But you're more, you're more concerned with being friends with people. When we live in a capitalistic society, that's why we're getting snowed under. Okay? And anytime we get people that deal with this, okay, then we get twisted. Like something is wrong with us. And I think I, I heard uh, Ice Cube uh, when he was talking about this, okay? No, we're not a monolithic people. The fact of the matter is, is that not, neither one of the parties have done anything to contribute to the welfare of the black community. All I see is the support of, to all other minority groups and cultures. And Dr. Anderson, in his book, Black Labor, White Wealth, was very specific about this. Okay. So we're, we're not playing these games anymore. Where, uh, excuse me, Lance. Hey, big copy, I couldn't answer you. Okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're not playing this game anymore. Huh? No, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, we're not playing this game anymore where you are openly, um, deny, defying our people. Okay, by your actions. And see, let, let's talk about this too. You know, this thing about uh, who's the, the slickest or, or talker and who can deceive somebody the best, this is bullshit. Okay, this is two-year-old behavior. We don't want to hear um, this rhetoric that we always hear from these people who have continuously oppressed us economically. We don't want to hear that crap no more. You got to put something on the table. You, when you go somewhere uh, and you're gambling or taking a risk, you got to put money on the table. Okay, so you, you're not putting anything on the table when it comes to the welfare, the health and welfare, the economic health and welfare of the black community. And, and not only that, they can be justified because... They can look at the black church and say, well, look at the billions of dollars they take it. They're not doing nothing to uplift uh, any black organizations, so we can, we're going to tempt you the same way. Okay? Now, you know, it doesn't hurt any less because uh, black churches are doing this. But at least black churches are not calling us niggas on, on global television. Okay, so uh, somebody, somebody from that community need to um, tell us where you really stand. You know, we can take it. But, but now, when you do that, we, we'll know if we're going to continue to support you. Which the, and the way I feel right now is no. The other thing is, it, you know, I didn't know that black folks like uh, fried rice that much, chicken fried rice that much, because our grandmothers, um, some of our mothers used to cook the same damn thing. Why, why didn't they become rich off of this? I don't know what it is in our thinking that makes us go against 
our own selves. I know what it is, but, you know, I, I'm just not going to go there. I'm not here to talk about black folks and their mental state today. I'm here to talk about these pretenders <clears throat> that are in our communities, okay, that do nothing to support the health and welfare of our communities, our children. Even if you wanted to say, well, like the AAUs, I might coach in the AAU this summer. I don't know. They need uniforms. I don't see any Asian um, organization, Asian businesses donating to um, the AAU for, you know, for black kids to um, be able to have, you know. So these are the things that we're talking about. We're not talking about uh, you being a friend with us. We don't need any more friends. We need economic partners. That's what we're looking for, economic partners. And if you're unwilling to be economic partners, then just, just come out and say it. We need, and, and the other thing is too, we need black folks to start going into these businesses. There, you know, there are some uh, Asian American businesses right here in the Bay Area that when black people go in there, they look at you like you're a damn alien. Okay, this is 2023. Okay. I, I don't care. You, you, you can do the segregated behavior that you've learned from your masters, but don't smile. Don't take no more money out of our communities. Then go ahead and, and completely segregate. Okay, we don't want pretenders anymore in our community. That is... That has been the Achilles heel of our people. And like I said, this comes from this uh, false doctrine that our people swear by, okay, because people are preached this into their head to turn the other cheek, okay, and to love your neighbors as yourself. Why is it that you're the only one that's doing that? I don't see nobody else turning the other cheek. I don't see anybody else loving their neighbor as yourself because certainly I live around them. They're in our communities. But you don't see none of the money that they take from the community going to any of our organizations. I know that because I talk to, to organizational leaders. They don't get no support from them. So what is it? What, you know, I, I, I'm just baffled. Okay, and, and again, I want to go back to something Claude Anderson said that we are in a sport. Okay, economics is a sport. It's a team sport. Every other culture understands and comprehends this. You cannot be in a capitalistic society and not be a part of a team. Do you not get that? Team black is team goddamn black. It's not team everything else, okay? And we need to get over this. This is where my frustration with my people come from. Okay. Does somebody have to spit in your face for you to know that they don't give a damn about you? No, they do not. Their behavior tells you this. And what part of this we don't get? And then when they go back home they're, and they're having dinner... <laughs> 
they're talking about you the same way that they learn from their white supremacist partners about you. But you still want to love everybody and turn the other cheek. No. No, Dr. Claude Anderson was a prop. He was dead on this. Bob Marley told us this through his music. So we don't have any more excuses. We just have to grow some type of a uh, uh, backbone to stand up against these people. Okay, when they are clearly saying to you that they don't give a damn about you or anybody that look like you. And my mind keep going back to these East Indian people because the difference with, at least I'll say this about the Chinese people now, they, they do not, except for what I heard on that video, they do not openly uh, like just put that energy out towards you. They do it in a passive aggressive manner. But now these black ass East Indians, okay, they walk by you and look at you like you could hear the word nigga just by the way they look at you or just by the way they, they you know, treat you. And I don't know where you get this from because India, contrary to what people believe, is the poorest country on the globe. You ever seen it? You ever seen India? You ever seen this, the culture? Have you ever seen South Asian, Asiatic Indians. So what gives you the damn attitude that you can come here to America and look down on black folks? What makes you think that? Because uh, they are on the Asian continent as well. I don't, a lot of black people may not be aware of this, but they're South uh, Asiatic people, the Indian, the East Indian people are. But their culture, and just like the Dravidians, with the Chinese, their culture came out of our culture. And this is, uh, you just look at the motifs in their culture to know this. So you are ignorant of your own culture, okay? We also know that the black deities in ancient China and ancient India are black deities. So there's something wrong with you mentally when you reject your own. So we know that this colorism comes, the further you get away from the equator, then the phenotype changes and you know the skin color changes. Okay, but you still come from us. Okay, no matter no matter where. So that means that you're ignorant because you don't know anything about genetics, apparently. Because if you did know about genetics, you would know that you're looking at the divine uh, creator walking on earth in human form. That's what that means. Not something you have read in a book. You're looking at the divine creator and creatrix right in your face. And so that makes to wonder, if you hate us so much, then based on the law of polarity, you must be a devil. Or what you call a devil, or evil at the least. Because how could you know, or either that or you're ignorant, 
Okay, how could you know through genetics, okay, and through uh, history, okay, from your own Smithsonian Institute of Natural History, that you're looking at the original man and woman? What does that say about you? That you're against the creator and the creator. You are. So we're not going to let you walk around here anymore hating on black folks um, who, again, support you. You're not a Caucasian. I don't give a damn what. The same thing with Asians. You're not Caucasian. So maybe you need to take some of your ignorance of history and who you are and learn more about who you are. I don't care what culture you align with. So, you know, let's stop playing this game. And, and I call on black folks to stop playing this game. We are at war. Okay, you can walk around here wanting to be accepted by these people all you want. Okay? But they don't give a damn about you. You don't ever demand anything. Okay? Like Ice Cube was saying. No, we have a blueprint. Okay? We're not just going to accept, you know, you every four years, you coming around here saying what you're going to do. No, we're looking at what has been done and what has not been done. Who it's been done for and who it hasn't been done for. We have the record. So stop playing us like a fool. OK, because we're no longer going to accept this. And this is at the root of why people have no respect for black people. This is why. And the only reason, you know, again, how can I say this? I don't have any ill will towards Christians. I don't. I grew up that way. I was indoctrinated in that. I still like gospel music because it connects to my root chakra, the soul of it. And I know the pain that comes from that music. I don't reject that music. I just understand now the soul of black people, what they were singing for. They wasn't singing for what you think. When you go back and listen to the old slave songs, okay, these people were brilliant, okay? And what they were singing and who they were singing to was the creator. OK, when you think it was that religion, but they were forced to accept that religion. And that is the reason why they acted like they were all in. Most of those slaves uh, was against that religion. We know this. We have their narratives. You just go listen to the slave narratives. So our people need to now get some type of uh, fortitude about how these people are treating us and say, no, 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 you can't be in our community. Uh, and I'm not talking about supporting no NAACP, not supporting uh, these other civil rights organizations. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're talking about supporting organizations that are in our community. And I know this sounds like a rant, and I intended it to be, because a lot of times we are too cordial 
we we are too cordial to these people okay and, and they can ride by with a whole bag full of money at the end of the night and ride right the hell out of our community and wave at you and say yeah we got what we came for see you next tomorrow um just make sure you you come tomorrow so you know th this is what if this is continued to, if it's allowed to continue, then we we have major issues moving forward. I don't know how we're going to solve this unless we get these people up out of our community, unless you're going to pay, um, pay to play, like the mafia used to do, collect taxes. You couldn't go into, a, I guarantee you couldn't go into an Italian community and do this. Your ass would be found somewhere with a rock around your head and a rope in Hudson River somewhere. No, you're not going to do that. Okay. So, um, you know, it, how, can I, how, how can I say this? Again, um, I, I'm at the point where if you interpret this as me hating on Asian people, then that's just the way it's going to have to be. Um, but that was not the point today. The point was to send a message to Asian people that we have extended love to you for decades, over 50 years. We have already extended this love to you. We don't have to prove this any longer. Now it's your time to prove something. And if you're not willing to prove that, and get the hell out of our communities. Black folks will be fine without chicken and rice or fried rice and noodles or whatever else the hell they buy. Shrimp fried rice and all of this. Black folks will be fine without that. And we can take our money, you know, even if the black folks want to continue to give it to the church to give back to you, I'd rather see it done that way than us being directly pimped. Because that's what the black church is going to do anyway. You're going to get the money back anyway. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, this, is, this is something that's going to have to come. This type of movement is going to have to come from black people, not, not Asian people. This, this type of movement is going to have to come from us. And then uh, we need some type of uh, step forward by Asian Americans to tell us how they really feel, what they really want to do. Just say it, man. Uh, like, what you talking about, Willis? Tell us something. Okay, because uh, your behavior, again, for the hundredth time, I don't know why black folks allow people to say things and smile in their face and their behavior tell a whole different story about how they actually feel towards us. So moving forward, what are we going to do? Moving forward, what is our game plan? Uh, the number one thing should be is that uh, they can call it, uh, what do they call it? Anti-Asian or anti-whatever. See, 
the people that benefit from this, this is the narrative they're going to put out. We're not anti anybody. We are pro black. Okay, just like you're a pro uh, your culture, we are pro black. Now you can you can say all this crap about well you're black Americans too, really? Then why the hell do we not have access to the capital that all other Americans have? Why can't black folks get uh, finances from a bank to set up the same restaurant? That Asian people setting up in our community. Why is that? Why can't we? Why can't we get uh, financing and funding for that? If that's the case. Oh well, you know, like folks, they they have the ability to do. Yeah, they have the ability to do it. But if you're but if you're blocking them from getting the products that they need at their beauty supply and then blocking the damn distribution routes, then that means that you are my open enemy. That's what that means. So I don't care how, how much you come in our community and smile, okay, and remember people's names or faces, that, don't, that ain't doing nothing for us. So, I call on black people to boycott their beauty supply distribution chain. Okay, find out the one that, that's in your area because it's four major ones. Find out the one, the major dis distribution center for all this fake hair you're wearing, wearing all these fake nails you're wearing and uh, these beauty supply stores that are blocking the, um, the distribution of products in uh, our black uh, sister stores, especially in Oakland. Find out, why don't you find out who they are? In San Francisco too. But I know this is happening all over the country. Why don't you find out who those uh, distribution centers are? I'm talking to black folks. And why don't you call them? See, we don't do anything proactive. We sit back and we react. There should be, like they put together task force, there should be a task force in every black community that monitors churches, that monitors uh, businesses, and any entity that funnels uh, dollars out of our community. It's like we don't even care. But yet we are the ones that are being destroyed economically and oppressed economically. We have to change this attitude. If you, and, and I remember, uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, there's a East Indian guy that I knew and he told me this. I couldn't get mad at him. I think I said this in a video a long time ago. He said, well, he said, black people don't demand anything. I said, what you mean? He said, well, you just don't demand anything for, you, for your dollar. It's just like it's free. Okay, and, and he, had a, um, he, he had a bakery store set up in Mondawmin Mall in Baltimore. And we used to go and get, and this was a long time ago. And, I, and we used to go in his bakery, 
but he would only be open on weekends. And uh, so just one day, because I've always been curious about economic things like that. I said, well, why are you only open? I said, can you survive like that, being open on the weekends and not open during the week when we come to try to get some donuts? He said, no, we don't have to work on the weekend. I said, really? Now, during that time, Baltimore is 75% black. And this is in, in the uh, middle of a major black community, Cherry Hill, in Mondama Mall, that's frequent by 90% black folks during that time. It's, it's gentrified like every other place now. But he told me, he said, but he didn't come out and say, but he didn't have to say black folks because all of his consumers are black. He said, well, he said, we open on Friday. Saturday and Sunday because when people get paid, and again, he talking about when black folks get paid, they're going to shop at the mall and they're going to buy a bunch of donuts on Friday. And his wife, who couldn't speak a lick of English or something was wrong with her, she was just shaking her head and smiling. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, when all the black folks come, this is how they're going to survive. They don't have to open during the week. Now, think about this. This, this. this was profound. And this was 30 years ago. And, and even back then, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. But I couldn't get angry at this man. You know, it looked like they just came off the boat. You know, and, and you know, they had to make a living. But who finance, who, well, so the way that worked was that they were able to get, I guess they had enough money to rent a place. Because a lot of places in the malls, they're not owned, but they're, you know, they, they are owned by the building or the developers that own that building. Okay. But the people that um, sell there and rent there, they, uh, you know, as long as they can pay for it, they're good. And uh, I, I went away astonished at this. I was like, wow, you, you survived, your business survived, your bakery survived. And, and it was there for a long time. His uh, sons, uh, I guess his sons and daughters eventually took it over. Um, and they passed it down. Um, but, uh. You know, this is the thing that uh, happens with all of these cultures that come here. This is what happens. Okay. So at the end of the day, uh, we, we have to, uh, we have to speak out. We, we can no longer allow this to go on because the more that we don't speak out, uh, the more that these people are going to uh, feel entitled um, to continue to do the things that they do, have this type of attitude towards us, uh, uh, and just straight out pimp us. You know, I don't know if there's another word for that, but they straight out pimping us, bro. They are straight out pimping us. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, again, it, it's because our people, contrary to what uh, a lot of people think, our people are loving people. Uh, we give the benefit of the doubt to everybody, 
but in the economic system that we live in, that is what has been the most detrimental mistake that we have made. And I think with that, brother, I think I pretty much uh, put out <laughs> the energy that I wanted to put out surrounding surrounding this issue. You put out some fire. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, always, but we need to, we really need to see that. I mean, I just finished telling Mrs. Mm -hmm. Skirt that we were listening to you, how I grew up with this. It's like, mm -hmm. we know mm -hmm. we should know what they're all about. And we should look at ourselves right. and reflect within, like, what the hell? We have just as much a blame because... Yes, yes. That we have some, we're sprinkled here and there, but we need to go at this life with a sense of urgency as though our life depended on it. We can really Agreed. truly get together. And again, I'm split. I'm not waiting on it, but I'm going to mm -hmm. shine as though it's happening, and I will get with anybody who is about it. That's right, right. Here. You are about it, so you. you right. I'm gonna serve you. If you come tomorrow night and say, "Hey, man, let's do something in five minutes," I'm ready. Because right, I have a sense of urgency for you because it is my duty to back you. We have so many people who are talking the talk, but they don't put the work in and they don't show it. Their hearts are tainted yeah. against their own people, and the other people are tainted against us. So if you want to sit there yes, and, they are. and drown, yeah. so be it. I can't give you a pass anymore just because you happen to be black. Because your very That's actions right. are working against right. us in the long run. You go to everybody yes. else's store because you think their ice is colder. And if I have a store, yes. I'm coming up and say, oh, I don't have it. Oh, can you give me a, can you give me the hookup? That when we even yes. go into our own store, as long as we check them out and make sure they're not part of the secret handshake group or some group that's against us ultimately while act, acting like us, check out the black businesses that's in your neighborhood and make sure they're truly for us. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And after doing that, mm -hmm. if they charge a little more, pay it. Keep them afloat. Yeah. They're in your neighborhood. Yeah. Keep them afloat. Yeah. That's our yeah. duty because we got to start paddling. We just can't put the boat in the river and expect it to move like a dang on, like it got a motor on it. We got to paddle this bad boy. We, we swim it upstream. Absolutely. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm balanced within myself because I know what the mission is. But many people uh -huh, don't. Uh -huh. and, and they have this lackadaisical, all they got to do is talk the black talk for a little bit and everything's all right. And they go yeah. off to the mall and go to the Korean stores, go to the Indian. No, man, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And, and, and I'm not dealing with anybody who looks like me who's about that bullshit. Excuse my French. Exactly. Exactly. It's been too long. I remember when. It's been a long time, brother. Right. The, the Nation of Islam, they have the final call. I remember when it was Muhammad Oh, yeah. The bean pies. Yeah, Muhammad yeah. speaks the bean pies. We used to buy, man, I used to love, and the fish. Bruh, every day, we used to love getting that fish, man. I'm telling you, and those bean pies. You remember that fish was good as hell, bro. <laughs> that damn fish, that, that was some of the best. I don't know where they got it from. 
I know, man. I, I don't know, know where they got that fish from, bro. But that fish was. Yes. The culture was intact, even though we had different factions in our belief system. At the core, we all, yeah. we all, we, we had the record shops, man, people dancing in front of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had the markets. Yeah. Had the, I remember that. That's possible again. But, but yes. Screwing all, yes, it is. Media against each other and put, I mean, chemically, mentally, spiritually, physically, if, if we're strong people, but if we don't know and have no clue, how are we going to operate to do this thing? And many of us don't want to hear exactly. it. Exactly. Because the hijack culture. No, they don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. They're too caught up into this trash, man. And, exactly. and you know, it's sometimes it's hard to speak against other people because then we got to turn right around and look at our people and say, okay, that's like, you know, you calling the pot the kittle, you know what I mean? Because both, you know, on the one hand, we see what they're doing to us, but our people are doing the same damn thing. Right, right. So it's kind of hard to call them out when they can come back and say, well, black people are doing the same thing to each other. Look how y'all treat each other. You know? And it's sickening. Uh, it's it is, bro. It's it's a gut wrenching feeling, because so, you know like I know. I yeah, just like I said, like Mick John Lafave said, some folks are still sitting on the fence. We should have knocked that fence down yes. and been on the side we got to be on. About the bottom line, we're in a war, and everybody's against us. And yes, some of us everybody. For material goods, for status, or for whatever it is that they desire. I abhor them. And we have no friends. We have no friends. Exactly. exactly. We have no friends exactly. when it comes exactly. to that. No. Bottom line is, where is our allegiance? When I see somebody, meet somebody, talk to somebody, where is your allegiance at the core? You can give me the surface talk. You can, look, like I said, right. you, you have the right to put chocolate icing on feces, but you don't have the right to tell me it's cake. Mm. So many of us Bingo. out here in the core, we're nothing but shit, but we got the chocolate icing on us trying to pass ourselves off as being real to the core. And you got to watch a person for a while to see what their allegiance is all about. You understand? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be about it. I don't have millions to start something up. You know what I mean? But with what I have, yeah. what talent we have, we need to bring them together and make it work. Once I turn yeah. 60, I just got angry that day. I felt it when I turned 50 yeah. because these are rounded off numbers. What I'm saying is that more and more, I'm not waiting. And I'll tell you something too. Out here in the motherland, a lot of people are out here selling a dream. They're out here uh -huh. capitalize. And I talked about it before. What you mean, what you mean by that? What you mean well, by that? Uh, selling a dream. Using the internet to get online, to sell you land, to sell you stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. See, what I'm mad about, that's why y'all overheard me uh, in the background. There's something over here. One of these mics, one of these buttons, I got it. I got to hit. I was talking to Mr. Skirt. I was very angry because on the real, I'm going to tell you what it is. There's a lot of people okay. that when I came out here, you know I how I like to showcase things and go around with the camera. Mm -hmm. I don't ask nobody for no money about for that. That's what I've been doing. Uh, no. I don't carry my stuff with me. If I run into somebody... Yeah. 
It could be somebody well-known. It could be a corner store vendor. It could be somebody that's just talking something good. And I'm in the supermarket checkout line. I'll be like, yo, can you tell this to the people who follow me on YouTube and social media? That's how, that's how I live. So many uh -huh. people, when I came out here, they figured, oh, Lance is going to be so giving with his time. And I've done that to a certain point, first coming out here thinking like, okay, folks moved out here and they all about the real thing. And I'm, I found out that mm -hmm. a lot of these dudes are just crooks or just want to get on social media and get hits and sell you a dream and finagle you exactly. or get the attention. So when I stopped doing yeah. that, I became really number one as far as like, we ain't going to call him up for no event because, you know, we're going to push him to the side. But I'm not looking to get up with these uh -huh. fools and these fools anyway. So now a lot of them are hitting yeah. me up on social media on the sly trying to come at Miss Scurve because they don't know how fiery she is. Like, oh, we like oh, to invite boy. you here or, or invite you. Look, we come as a package. What are you, what are you doing? So anyway, <laughs> okay. Oh, they want the re they want the real smoke and fire. Yeah, yeah, they gonna get it too. What? You see what I mean? So this <laughs> is that now they they, they want to get at me in a roundabout way without coming to me. Uh huh. I will, uh huh. You know, I'm the invisible man out here. I'm gonna keep it that way, but I'm gonna deal direct with what I get to share with the world. But I'm look I'm not looking for any allegiances with these frauds out here because they're coming at me now. But you do a good job with that though, brother. You do a great job with that. Thank you, brother. Yeah, you, brother. I mean, I can only imagine, you know, what, what you have to go through to, to produce these shows, but uh, I know it ain't easy. And, and the thing is, is I, you know, I can, I can tell because, you know, I, I dealt with Africans too. Um, um, a lot of them are, are twisted in the sense. These are Americans. These are people from up, they come out here and they want Oh, Americans. Oh, well, yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. African-born scammers and stuff. But but I'll yeah. say, I can't put a percentage on it, but all those advertisements, I'll say it's <laughs> over 50%, and it's way more than that. Wow. Gimmicks, man. That, See, wow. And, so, and I'm, I'm just being honest and real, and I really don't care nothing about it. Who yeah, is, exactly. Once they saw that we have a house going up, even though it's taking us a little yeah. slow, thought, oh, now I want to be down with that. They're going, no, stay away. Yeah. Stay, stay away. Oh, that's yeah. a great, congratulations to you and Mrs. Scurry. That's a great accomplishment, brother. Real proud of you, you guys for, for, for doing that. And, and, you know, people don't understand something that when you're doing something, it, it ain't got nothing to do. I, I'm doing this for me and my right. loved ones. Right. You know, I'm not trying to right. do this to prove to you anything, even though it is going to prove to you. But right. I, I don't know why right. people think that, okay, I'm doing this so I can uh, elevate myself. Oh, no, this is what I deserve for what we put into right. it. And that's different right. because you got a lot of people, especially American black people, that they do stuff deliberately just to try to, try to throw a jab at other black people, not knowing that, okay, you might have a mortgage but them folks own the deed. And, and once I learned that in the solar business from a friend of mine who works for a title company, he said, Neil, he said, man, I, our people are so far behind with their understanding of, now, my father had an eighth grade education, right? Mm -hmm. He owned three houses and seven churches. Right. And he had the deed to all of them. And he said, 
he used to say, and I didn't understand this when I was young. He was like, make sure you get the deed to the property if you ever invest in. You know, he didn't talk to us very much, at least right, not right. to me. But when he did, he would say things like that. Right. Because if you, because a lot of them that grew up, you know, like my father was grew up on a plantation. A lot of them, they knew that their uh, property was stolen. They knew how the government right. took their property and how the Klan took their property by force. That's right. So they knew this. But if you have the deed, and I believe I saw a movie where they were, um, oh, I know what movie. This was Rosewood, okay, uh, where the black dude had the deed to a property and they were selling it. They were auctioning off his property, right. okay, for peanuts. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> so the point I was trying to make is that you, when you have like what you guys have, that's real property ownership. The banks are the ones that own the deed. Now, the mortgages can help you buy material things. But you try to, you try to get equity to buy something of essential value and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. You, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, you got this equity. You got all this money in the bank and blah, blah, blah. And the first thing black folks do is take that money out and buy new cars. Oh, tell that's me the first thing. That's the first thing they do with the equity. They don't try to buy no acres of land and get a deed to nothing. So, you know, I don't even tell folks what I do no more right. financially. That's right. I, they can believe whatever they want to believe. I don't even care. I, no, you know, I learned to move in the dark. That, yeah. That's what I'm on right now. So oh, yeah. That things got that advanced, and we're right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I show things the inner circle, and things will get out because they clock us like that. Oh yeah. But, but these people, oh yeah, very envious. It's a competition with them, and they're not giving. They're slimy, and there's a lot of things I know, and I'm not going to deal with none of them. And they know that I've said it. I'm saying it here again. You can try to be slimy and get up in the inbox. I know who you are. I know who you associate with. And these people, a lot of them are ripping people off of thousands and thousands of dollars. I have wow. been kind of I believe it, man. Many people from America. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something else. We were talking about the little agents before. I'm gonna tell you what goes on uh -huh. on the regular. A lot of people have contacted me that either live uh -huh. here from America or still live in America. Uh -huh. They're not rich. A lot of them are middle class, lower middle class, upper lower class. I hate to classify, I'm just telling you what it is. And they have heard online of these people who sell this land or come on out and all this and they associate with a whole lot of other people these people give their hard-earned money and scrape up enough money to even come out here you know and see the land and cry and kiss the land and they're gonna go back home and work for two more years and save money and build their house and go back home and find out that the person never contacted them anymore and oh, wow. this is well documented on certain social media platforms and there's some that are going to be coming out that you never heard of before i'm hearing it i'm seeing it i've been on the phone for hours with people telling me all of this stuff but see the thing is too they scared they got them scared because these people turn around and and, and say things that they're scared of you know what i mean but they losing mm -hmm. money mm -hmm. and, and there's so many like blackmail like they blackmailing folks well yeah well they just ignore them and make it difficult and put 
extra layers on how you can reach them. There have been people I have promoted that have turned around, got one lady that I know online for $16,000, got another one for two oh, people for wow. $39,000. So this is what I'm saying. You just be careful. What? These people are so convincing and they play on your emotions. See, we, we came out here independent and do what we did. We didn't go right, to right. So now they're looking like, right. oh, they're doing it. They're doing a the damn thing. And things are lean, admittedly. Right. Because we've been ripped off a couple of times in the process of shipping and uh, uh, the plans, the architecture, all that stuff. But we here. A little delay, but we here. Right. Right. So places who now they want me to come around them and put them on camera and promote. No, I'm not doing that stuff. If you got a history of that, I'm not doing it. And if I don't even know your history, I'm checking it out. That's why I, I don't do that stuff no more. Well, why don't you connect with this wow. one? Wow. Look, I've been look. I had over hundred thousand followers before I even came to Motherland, and this is what I do. Right. This is what I do. I'm not trying to be just the Motherland channel. No, because I'm not trying to hustle nobody. I talk about relationships. Right. I right. The black community worldwide, and I focus on America. But I will show you things here. I will tell you some advantages. Yeah. Of yeah. With the bad and the ugly, right? But see, with the hustle people, they want to keep it rosy, so you can come over here and spend, and you're not getting my energy that way. I told them I don't mm. need them. I don't need them. It's and it's a cutthroat thing. A lot of these folks are two faced and will yeah. send something. somebody today yeah. contacted me. I know. I need to get in contact with Miss Skurg. Where is Miss Skurg? I need to get in contact. You you what? Don't even say good evening. Don't even say nothing. But I'm like, ah oh, nah. And she's like, what are they crazy? They ain't gonna come in. That's why she's gonna have Get out of here. These people are sneaky. Yeah, you know, I'm learning a lot from social media too, bro. I mean, it's 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 a lot of evil that goes on it with that. And, but you know, I know how to navigate a lot. I got the mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I oh yeah. Mentality. I will I will spiritually shank you in a second. See, people don't understand yeah. how vicious I am. They they think I'm look. It's like when you look at Muhammad Ali. You saw a handsome face. He was moving fast. He was he was a killer. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't hurt nobody. Oh, yeah. But in the ring, he was a killer. And see, people see me nice. Bro, I remember when Joe was in the hospital for like a week after that fight. <laughs> exactly. What I'm saying is the mentality. The mentality. Yeah, mentality. yeah, I yeah. I keep busy because I'm vicious. If I wasn't doing this stuff, I'm not going to do nothing bad. What I'm saying is that I'm very intense. Look, I was talking to you all night, sending you messages. And you saw how right, was. right. Last night, I slept a little today. I, I was I like, "Wow!" I stayed up on. I didn't get to bed till ten o'clock. Then Sister Delina called. I me told you, I, it's got to be in those mangoes, man. <laughs> Either the mangoes or whatever Miss Scrab has got uh, in that garden. Y'all need to <laughs> ship some over here. <laughs> whatever she got in that garden, bro. I need some of that shit here now. All kind of herbs and spices and. Okay, right. You know, she gave me some 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 seeds. She said, "Eat this." I'm like, "All right, no problem." You know what I mean? Like, but what I'm saying is that yeah, I'm not backing that up. And these are people who threw me under the bus, kinda in a way, and associate with some vicious enemies of mine, like people who worked with me and it comes wow. to a circle. It's like that. I mean, I have to tell you the full story. I ain't gonna do it here publicly, but okay. It, it, it's like but these were people that were on your platform. Or huh? yeah, they've been just, here before. These were people. 
Yeah. Oh, then, okay. See, you know what? The funny thing is, when folks realized that we were here, some of these people who pushed their nose up in the air and were scanning people, and I caught on to it from America, and I said some things about it, then they tried to come and start sending me emails of their work on, on YouTube, but they forgot to put mm. the blind carbon copy on the other people that they had the email sent to, but it was supposed to be just for me. Or oh, he felt brother man fell off. He'll be back. But I'm going to continue. So then they come now, sending me, I'm like, who else did they send this thing to? And out of the 15 people, it's like people, like 10 of them who are like directly against what we're doing. And shysters. I'm like, uh-uh, no, hell no. I don't bother any of them. I'm old school. If you cool with an enemy of mine, and you hanging with an enemy, right? You go to this enemy after I didn't fill out with him. Hey, you can do that if it's business or whatever. But don't think that I'm not going to watch you too. If somebody wants to kill me, I'm not saying that's what it is. If somebody wants to kill me, if somebody wants to do some harm to me, and I see you hanging out with them, I'm going to question you. And you know this? No. Look, if I'm with you, if somebody is against you, talking bad about you, they can get out of my face. I'm loyal that way. That's the old school way I know. I, I don't know any other way. You know? And, 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 and I'm independent. I've been doing this so long. No way. Stay, stay, go play that game somewhere else. And that's when y'all heard me earlier behind the scenes here with one of the mics open us to have. But it was good because at least you could. I wasn't talking about nobody. But I don't play that. I don't play those games. I do not want to be around these shysters and scammers so they can rob my credibility. I'm going to go there and support them. No, and I'm doing my thing here, and it shows up because, see, if you got to scam and, and, and lay around and sleep around and jump from this man and jump to that man, and no, do what you do. But I don't want to be bothered with you on the camera or off the camera. I, I, I keep my reputation the way it is. And if I ever make a mistake in the past, the present, or the future, I'm mad enough to publicly say, listen, I was wrong on that, and I apologize. And I will do it in public. Even if it was something private, I'm going to say, listen, I'm not going to say exactly what it is. And here's the person right here. And I apologize. When I know you try to stab me in the back and you think a little time can go by and then we cool. No. And I'm not holding no grudges. I'm not thinking about you. you you've taken yourself off of my mental roster of, of who I'm cool with. And I'm going to get busy. Nothing. None of that stuff stops me from getting my work done. I do my work. And even when I can't sleep at night sometimes, I stay up and do work. Look, I put the little short videos up. I worked on these shows, getting them up. My hands keep flying. I don't stop for nobody talking about no boo-hoo-hoo. I'm so hurt. No. You hurt because you missed out on the goodness of me because I know my heart. Yes, brother. Hey, I brother Lamb. Battery probably ran out or whatever. That's cool. <laughs> oh, it went back out again. Let me see. It might be something that, yeah, I'll put that back like that. But I guess we were going to wrap it down anyway. Um, I don't know if you can hear me, brother. I see you in the program, but the screen is black. So I hang out talking a little bit more. Didn't mean to get so animated, but I'm very intense and I'm old school. I don't play that two-faced stuff. You know, I don't have to, mm, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I know about that carpal tunnel. I keep my hands away from that mouse when I'm not doing anything on the computer, you know? So, um, mm -mm. 
Mm-mm. I'm not sure if he can come back. I see him here, but the screen is black. But yeah, there's so much deception. And for me, the biggest victory is okay. to not have to deal. Okay, brother, I see you back. Let me put this. Oh, okay. Screen. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, okay, cool. But no, brother Lance, more, more than anybody I know, brother, you deserve everything that comes your way, man, because you know, you put out you put out positive energy, you uplift people, you know, you're not a um what 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 the what's the term I'm looking for? You're not a uh a person, I'll put it this way, that judges people according to material status or you see no, right. or who they are. And, and you know, I appreciate that about you, brother, because you are far and few between. Because everybody we deal with in, in today's world, you know, they're coming at you at some kind of with some kind of angle. And if they can't get anything from you, they don't want to have anything to do with you. And they can stay right there. You know what I mean? They can stay yeah. right there, especially yeah. when it's not sincere. If if you are sincere, come straight up. Say, yeah. hey, I need this. Can you help me? Whatever. Right. But they're trying to be coy. And then when they get what they want, they want to run their mouth about you in a negative way. You're not going to, exactly. that's over. It's like Fort Knox over here. If you're real <laughs> and I sense it and I check a person out, we good. Yeah. But um, don't come after being associated with enemies and you think because you're a new face to me that I don't know. Because when I dug wow. deep on that message today, I saw all these entities. I'm like, uh-uh, hell no. <laughs> people that have done people straight up wrong. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> They're coming out the woodworks. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, brother. But but uh, I, I just wanted to say, man, uh, keep up the great work, bro. It, it's, it's something that, that we all need. Uh, if, if there was not a platform such as yours, uh, a lot of what black people need in, to be discussing and talking about would never come forth. And, that, you know, there are others that are uh, putting out the same type yes, of energy. Yes, yes. They're great ones out there. Yes, definitely. Yes. You know? Yeah, and, and you know, you're great too, brother. And, and the thing is, is each one of us is a quasar. And, and, and it's very necessary because um, the things that you do and the people that you touch are the people who are most locked out of this evil system. So, you, you know, when you look at it, in that sense, that your value to us goes up uh, sky high, because uh, like with most black folks, when when they uh, have something that you need, it could be a, a production platform or whatever it is, then right. you don't have access to them unless you're either paying them or you either you know sniffing after them. Mm-hmm. You know, or you're praising them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's what I love about you, brother, that, you know, you don't have these type of uh, qualities that we need to disassociate with, with black people. We, we need to, to move beyond that because right. as long as we continue to do that, we're never going to be able to do any, get anything accomplished. Never. When we're That's judging right. each other by materialism and, oh. and you know stuff like that. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yes, brother, but I appreciate you and I'll always, every single day, you know, sometimes like tomorrow early, I gotta make a run out. 
but I have some work up tonight. And like I said, positively, Angela has moved her stuff over to um tomorrow night. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Eastern Standard Time. Beatrice Noel is going to come on right oh, after great. this. I just texted her. So great, powerful sister, powerful sister. It definitely, you yeah. know. So we're going to um move forward. And like I said, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to give my all because I have a legacy to leave. And anybody wants to come on in and they genuine, fine. There's a lot of presences out here, platforms out here that are doing wonderful work. Yeah. No competition with them. You know, I don't try to knock anybody. I don't get into that drama. Right. But those other people don't come at me and, and think I'm stupid. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to elevate regardless. I don't think about them. I'm just dropping a little something to let you know what I go through. And I wouldn't go into any details and name names. It's just ridiculous, man. Cramming the barrel mentality even out here. You know, and wanting attention instead. I don't, I don't need none of that. I got a lot of that when I was young. I did all kind of things. When I was young, I have a lot of attention, more so than most people. My thing is putting in the work. I can handle being in front of the camera. When great men like you come on with your experience and your knowledge, it's my duty to, to present you. I'm not going to present something subpar, something uh, uh, that's not proper and is against uh, our own people in a parasitic manner. I can't mm. do it. I can't do it. Good work. Especially, I'm over here and I see it. I figure a lot yeah. of things out. So, uh-uh, no, no. No. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing, man. It's really amazing. Well, my brother, I got to get going. Yes. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, always an you, honor. Man. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Always thank a pleasure you. and an honor to hook up with you and uh, <laughs> to the people in the chat room and to Mrs. Skirb. Uh, let's yes. keep on rising to the top. Always. Just like the song. Keep on rising to the top. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's All right. right. Peace. Okay. Thank you so much, brother. All, All right. right. All right. Take care. Yes, everybody, I'm going to end this show right now and play a song or two, get Beatrice ready, and um, give it like maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe even 10 minutes. We're going to come right back on. She's going to be on, and we're going to go into the night, and I'll see how I feel because now that we move positively, Angela, over, I might go live after Beatrice. There's uh, two different types of things I want to speak about. I might record something, or I might just come on live to continue the AI uh, discussion. Well, things hit me after I spoke about it last night in that uh, little short recording and a short rooftop. And I want to go in and make, look, make me look crazy, but I see it for what it is and I see what's coming. And um, that's how we have to share the information that comes to our heart. And like I said, let's just keep on moving. Uh, I love those who are here with me in the chat room and the ones who support and the, the you know, moderators and oh man, wonderful thing. And so we're going to keep on going up. And I'm dropping some serious life force to elevate this to benefit people long after I'm gone. And that's the whole thing, to leave a mark in this world in a righteous way so we can continue to get better. Because like I said, there's a lot of people out here putting out about it. So anyway, let me play a little song. And we're going to move on. And I'm going to already have the show set up with Beatrice. Just want to call and have her come on in. So take a little break. If you want to come on and listen to what she has to say, we're going to be right here within about 10 minutes or so. All right? Much love to you all. I will see you in a few minutes. Peace. Much love. Take it away, take it away, feeling too good to me. 
Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging by myself, asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah. and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside 